What's up, guys? We're going to talk about another end of year slash beginning of year tax and planning strategy to think about. And this is going to be related to charitable giving. Again, we've talked a little bit about giving stock. We talked about the RMDs and the QCD rule and giving out of your IRA potential. And so today I wanted to talk about using a donor advised fund. I'm going to, I'm going to talk more about what that is and why it's beneficial. But first, backing up to what we talked about in a prior show, we talked about giving stock. And so a lot of times if you go to a charity, they're going to be like, we don't accept stock. Even if it's a really good tax move for you, they have to be able to, you know, receive it for it to work. So a whole lot of charities are not going to know what to do with this stock. So it kind of like messes that up. On top of that, there's another strategy that I'm not going to get into today. It kind of gets a little confusing. We'll try to cover it in a future show, but batch giving can be a really beneficial strategy where you cluster your charitable giving in one calendar year for multiple years. So in other words, you like front load, say you have plenty of resources and you want to give, you know, 10,000 per year or something, and you're going to give three years at once. So you do 30,000 all at once. That can oftentimes be beneficial tax-wise to batch it into one year, but you want to spread out the actual giving to the charitable organization over the three years. So in those two situations, this donor advised fund can work really well. I guess there's a third situation that it can work really well is if you're not sure where you want to give yet and you want to just kind of let the funds build up, but you want to go ahead and get it, get the tax deduction and get it out of your world. That's also a situation where the donor advised fund can work. Basically a donor advised fund is like you setting up like kind of the equivalent to a charitable organization that you kind of are the quarterback on. So you can set this thing up. So I have one for my family called the Ren giving fund or something like that. And so it's an account that gets set up. And so when you give funds or stocks or any security to the donor advised fund. First of all, it can take any of those things. You know, you can transfer stocks, you can transfer mutual funds or whatever, or cash to the donor advised fund. And it's no problem. It's simple. And so when the money gets transferred from your account to the donor advised fund, that's when you get the tax potential tax preferential benefit, like you get the tax deduction, it's going to go on your tax return for the year that you transferred it to the donor advised fund. But then you can let it sit in the donor advised fund if you wanted to, or spread it out or give it. So you're in control of deciding where the donor advised fund sends the funds, you know, whatever charity, it has to go to a 501. So, but you can kind of spread that out if you want to. And so in the situation where the charity, you say you wanted to give stocks that were appreciated, but the charity wouldn't take them, this solves that problem because you can give the stock to the donor advised fund and then the donor advised fund gives it to the charity. It adds a step, but the tax benefits of this can oftentimes be huge, so it's still worthwhile. Or if you want to do the batch thing and do kind of one year where you give three years worth and then spread it out to the charity over the years, that can work really well because you give it to the donor advised fund in the current year and then you have the donor advised fund, give it to the charities over the, you know, future three years, and it can, you know, kind of facilitate that. So it's kind of like your giving fund and you're the quarterback of it. So that's donor advised fund. And that is what I have for you today.